Perak Dalad Mishnah Beis. Says the Mishnah Ketzad. Ketzad Meshichas Haschayra Ose Kenyan Venesinas Hamaos Eino Ose Kenyan. How is it that when you do Meshicha, you pull the merchandise? That's what completes the transaction. That makes the Kenyan. Whereas the giving of the money does not make the Kenyan. It does not complete the transaction. So Moshe Chemenu, if the Lokeach, the buyer, pulls from the mocha, the seller, the peros, the fruit that he's buying, for example, and below Nasa Labos, he did not give the money yet. All he did was did the Meshicha on the fruit. That completes the transaction. Now, neither the Lokeach nor the mocha can retract because the sale is complete. However, Nasa Labos, if the Lokeach gave the mocha money, below Moshe Chemenu peros, he did not pull the fruit yet. So even though he already paid for the merchandise, Shlokach Etzel that he's buying, since he did not pull the actual merchandise yet, each one of them can retract. Because again, money does not make the acquisition. The Meshichah, the pulling, makes the acquisition. However, Aval Amr, the Chalm said though, that Misha Para, and in the price that they add, meaning the one that punished the men of the uh, generation of the Mabel, the men of the generation of the Deraflaga by building the Tower of Babel, the men from Sodom and Amorah and, and Mitzrayim, the one that punished all these people, meaning Hashem, the same Hashem, who he's going to come and collect retribution from a person who does not keep his word. The Gemara explains that Bezin, they say this to the one Lamisha Chozer, which is the one that's retracting. The Achkach Machzin, and afterwards, Machzah the seller, will return to the buyer, Lokech Asamos, return the money. Meaning, one who only gave money and did not do a Meshicha, did not do an act of uh, an actual Kenyan of pulling the merchandise. So, technically, the transaction is not complete. He could retract. However, if he does retract, he's not keeping his word, and therefore this quote-unquote curse is what we say to him. Bazin tells him that, you know, whoever's retracting here, this is what's going to happen to you. And then afterwards, afterwards the seller returns the money to the buyer. Whoever is holding the money, he has the upper hand. Rabbi Shimon is arguing on the Tanakhama. Because Rabbi Shimon holds, it's the buyer gave the money. But he did not pull the fruit yet. So the mocha, the seller, he has the money now. He he can retract. But the lokeach, the buyer, he cannot retract because he's no longer holding the money. But the lacha does not follow like Rabbi Shimon. And Mishnah Gimel. So Mishnah Gimel, from here till the end of the parak, we'll be discussing the principles of Ona. Ona is overcharging. And it says in the Torah, When a person is doing a transaction, one does not uh, do Ona, do not overcharge your brother. So it's forbidden for a seller, or for a buyer, to overcharge his friend. And there are three categories that the Chabim said in Ona. The first category is a sheer shechayvam hachzer, the amount that one's obligated to return because there was an overcharge. The second shear is she'ein shechayvam hachzer, one does not have to return it because, you know, people are mochel, they don't really care about it. And the third is where the overcharge is so strong, so high, that the entire purchase is bottled, null, and void. So the mission will discuss now these shirim. Shir hona shechayv mlahach, the shir that one is chayv to return. What is that shir? That's a shtus. It's one sixth. We learn from here, shekol ona, shepachos mishtus, ain't chayv mlahach. So a shtus 
is where Shechayim Lach is obligated to return the Shtus uh, amount, that actual uh, sixth that he overcharged, that amount he has to return. However, less than a sixth, there's no need to return. And more than a sixth, the entire transaction is null and void. So let's see the Mishnah. Ha'ona, the shear of a of overcharging a person that was obligated to return, is arba kesef, it's four silver ma'ah, me'esem v'arba kesef l'sal, from 24 um, kesef l'sal, meaning ma'kloma ma'oz kesef, these silver ma'ah, shish me'esem v'arba b'sal, there are 24 silver ma'ah in a salah. So the shear of ona would be four ma'oz, four ma'ah to each salah, because four out of 24 will be a six, will be a shtus. Hainu shtos lamekach, a sixth to the purchase. One sixth of the uh, price of the item that he's buying. Kigon, for example, you have a chayfetz, which is worth a salah, which is worth 24 ma'ah, which is being sold for 28 ma'ah. So now, who's being overcharged? The buyer is being overcharged by 4 ma'ah. Or shenimgar is being sold for 20 ma'ah. Now, the seller is being ripped off by 4 ma'ah. This is the cases of Ona, of a shtus of one-sixth. Shechayv Allah you're obligated to return this uh, difference that one's being overcharged. If the Ona is more than this shear, then the mit'ana, the one that's being inflicted, is able to nullify the entire transaction. And to return the item that is being acquired. And of course, if it's less, then people can just be meichel and the transaction moves forward. So now until when can one return? Meaning, until when could the one that's being overcharged come and claim the Ona back? Or to nullify the entire transaction, depending on how much the Ona was. Um, and we discussed the cases of Moiser to teach us, So the Mishnah points out here that you're coming to collect the leftover, the portion that you were ripped off, or if you have to nullify the entire transaction. In these scenarios, we don't apply the principle of Mishapara, this curse we learned in the previous Mishnah. Because you're not nullifying the entire transaction, you're only getting back what's rightfully yours because you're ripped off. So when you're coming to collect your own up or nullify the entire transaction if the note is too high, there's no curse of Mishapara. Mishapara is a normal case where one's not keeping his word, we apply the principle of Mishapara. But over here, where you're just coming to uh, retain that which is rightfully yours, we don't see this curse of me, Shepara. Okay, so until when can you go in and be machshin, either nullify the transaction or get back your uh, get back what you overcharged? So until until you have the time to show what you purchased latager to a merchant, you bring it to a merchant, you show it to him, or to a relative who's an expert and can tell you, hey, how much did you pay? What is it? I'll tell you whether you're ripped off or not. And that would be the duration for the lokeach to reclaim that which was ripped off or to cancel the sale. But if he waits more than this, so then he cannot go back and be um, tobeah and claim the ona or to nullify the sale. Because once he waited so long, we said that he was mochli, forgave the ona, and we go forward if the transaction is done. Now, one of these words said, by a buyer that was ripped off. Why? Because the mekach, the purchased item, is in his hands, and he could show it to the merchant, to, to a different merchant, or to his relatives that are experts in this field, and tell them whether he was ripped off or not. If the seller was the one that was ripped off, he could always retract and reclaim that or not. The Kolshkin, or the Mosul, he could always nullify the sale. 
doesn't have the purchased item in his hand, to show it to another merchant or to a relative and find out whether he sold it for the right price or not. He doesn't know the value. What he sold. Until he sees the same item being sold like that in the marketplace. Therefore, if the Mekach is something, it doesn't really change in its actual uh, structure. So then, he he can't retract. He can only retract up until the time that he has to ask the price in the marketplace. If he's notified, that this item came into the seller's hands, right? So then, he recognizes it. He'll know whether he made a mistake or not. So after that time, if he sees that he made a mistake and he wasn't toveyed, after that time, he cannot retract, he cannot claim the Onah back, nor nullify the sale, because then again, we'll assume in a style that he was Michael at this time elapsed. The Mishra says, further, hire Abtafen Balud, Abtafen Paskind and Lud, that Onah, the share of Onah, the one's obligated to return, is Shmona Kesef Lasala. It's eight Kesef to a Salah. It's eight Shmona Kesef Lasala, meaning there are 24 Ma'ah in a Salah. So eight ma'ah out of a um, out of a sala, which is a shlish lemekach, it's a third of the purchased item. Sela sela is twenty four ma'ah, so eight out of twenty four is a third. Eight six and twenty four. The lud and the merchants in lud were very very happy. Why? Because they were experts in mekach memchar, and they sold very expensive. They were happy down the on the pesach of tarfin because they can make more money, and the buyers can't be can't retract. Amr Lahem of told these merchants, you know, the buyers can retract and claim the ona or nullify this sale, you know, the entire day. So Amr the merchant sold to let's leave Abtarfin in his place, meaning, we'll go back to our original psak uh, that we had of a uh, sixth instead of an eighth. Why? It's better that the onah should be a sixth. The duration of time for the buyer to retract shouldn't be as long. Only up until he shows it to another merchant, to a relative, and finds out what his price is, rather than having the whole day available. It's worth it for us to just work with a shtus and have a smaller time frame for the buyer to see whether he's ripped off or not, and to work with an eighth and have a larger time. They went back to the Pesach of the Chamim to go by Onah being a Shtus of the Mekach.